0: Hello everyone, uh, welcome to Kay's podcast, I'm your host Kay, and this is my podcast that talks about celebrities and domestic violence specifically. The reaction of girls, however, um, to blame Rihanna was a... Was a, 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 a huge reinforcement of the stigma that exists in our culture, big victim blaming. You know, again, I, I, I so problems with anger. No, no domestic violence with any of my past girlfriends. I never was that kind of person. I look at it in this. No, no soul in his eyes, just blank. So at that point, I just didn't know what could happen. He was clearly blacked out. There was no person when I looked at him. It's almost as though he had nothing to lose. He has so much to lose. All right, so let's get started. Ultimately, this podcast will talk about the different ways that celebrities have been charged with domestic violence and the impacts that had on their produced art. Uh, Usually when domestic violence is brought up, it's in the form of the victims, but I want to focus on the impacts that it has on the um, committers of domestic violence and what that can do to the audiences that are consuming their art and what kind of messages that can be sending. Uh, This topic was recently inspired by my discovery of Chris Brown's recent top hit in 2019, Undecided. Well, Chris Brown has been on the top hits charts before and is famously known for his music. In 2009, he pled guilty to the abuse of his girlfriend at the time, Rihanna. And I haven't heard much about him in the music industry since so this was really a surprise to see that one of his singles was a top hit on the top charts. This was really surprising to me because I was under the impression that after his recent 2009 domestic violence charge. I thought that he was pretty gone from the pop culture industry. I stopped listening to his music and I figured other people did too, but seeing him on the top charts really started to get me to think about what consumerism of pop culture is like when the producer of the art is charged with domestic violence and whether consumers identify the art with the artist or if the art is separate is a separate entity from the artist. I compared this to the other really important conversations happening right now in regards to all the sexual assault accusations and the Me Too movement, all of which celebrities have played an important role in. I am always introduced as an award-winning actor, but my testimony is one of poverty. My testimony is one of being sexually assaulted, but it was so surprising to me that in the age of like a call-out generation, so the idea that people, our generation, is calling out celebrities for their misconduct, that Chris Brown would have a top hit. It got me thinking about how this generation is moving towards calling out celebrities for inappropriate behavior, and what that is supposed to mean for consumers. Like, what responsibility do consumers have, if there is any, to react and change their consumption based on the newfound information. When starting to research the topic, I was surprised to find that domestic violence is more present in celebrities than I originally thought. When I was doing the research, the first things that pop up are the perspective of victims of domestic violence. And I found a lot of really important conversations about domestic violence, victims and their survivors and their inspiration to their fans about how strong they were and that it can happen to anyone. But the online conversations about celebrities that commit violence against another person are very limited. And you have to think, why is this? Why are celebrity images so protected that any act of domestic violence is distracted from? And they don't have any true connection to their domestic violence that they commit. Chris Brown is one of dozen celebrities that have been charged with domestic violence in the past decade. I found a list on IMDb, which is a popular film website, And it's extensive. It includes well-known celebrities like music artist Ozzy Osbourne, actor Charlie Sheen, Alec Baldwin, Johnny Depp, the rapper Eminem, actress Emma Roberts. All of these people have been charged with some form of domestic violence. And while it's already a problem that there's so many celebrities on this list, there's something else that's a little strange about it. When it lists the names of the celebrities, underneath each name is a small biography describing how they are famous and links to the movies or music that they produced. Alright, so on this list of abusers, it's also an advertisement for their products. It provides a consumers with better access to the products that they offer. Nowhere on the list does it talk about the violence they committed. The structures of these lists are important to think about because by providing links to their art, there's a distraction from the inappropriate behavior. So you click on the link, and you start thinking about like your interests that relate with their produced art, but you're forgetting about the violence that is really the sole reason why you were looking at the list to begin with. These distractions are what enable them to continue to be famous without any consequences for their actions. So then, the question becomes, what role do consumers have in changing this, in making sure that they are held accountable for the violence and the responsibility that comes with committing violence against another person. Are consumers the people that need to change the way that these lists are presented or change the way that the conversations are happening about these abusers, or is it more on the producer side? So should IMDB, who created this list in the first place, be the reason, be, change the way their list is, outlined so that it focuses more on the violence aspect and doesn't promote com- consumerism of the products that these artists are producing? Or should it even be further back in the production process where the, what they can produce is regulated because of their history with violence Brown specifically and look at the ways that he has played a role in domestic violence and what impact that has had on this generation, so my generation. Just because I feel like I kind of grew up knowing what happened in 2009 and he was really big when I was in middle school and like listening to his music and then when the whole 2009 thing happened, I kind of made sure later on that I wasn't listening to his music. Consumption specifically plays a major role in determining the accountability that celebrities are held to when they commit acts of domestic violence. Consumption can be a measure of success for an artist, so if someone has a top hit, obviously they are a very successful artist because the consumption of that song is what provides them with the opportunity to be a top hit so for Chris Brown his first hit run it song was removed from the top hits radio almost immediately after the 2009 incident after it had been there about almost four years after uh, the 2005 release date and I'm sure you all have heard it pretty popular song. But then again, in 2011, nearly two years after the incident involving Rihanna, Chris Brown had one of his most successful years as an artist. Which doesn't make sense considering his top hit had to be taken off of the billboard. So what caused him to bounce back almost immediately and be popular again in 2011 and it's the idea that consumers don't identify the art with the artist so consuming something based on someone's own interests is what enables artists to become so popular even after committing domestic violence so if someone likes a song They don't have to necessarily like the individual that's producing it they just like the song that causes a lot of complications because then there's no accountability that's held ever because if you're just consuming something based on your own interest there's not going to really be anything else that holds that artist accountable unless consumers stop and make that choice to put their morals before their interests or their likes and understand that the only way that an artist is going to feel an impact is when consumers stop and make the choice to protest an artist's work based on their actions and their behaviors. That is the only time that they're ever going to feel an impact. Otherwise, they're just going to keep making music that people are consuming. article about why famous men keep getting away with violence against women from this she identifies a consistent trend that famous men in particular have an easier time dismissing their identity as an abuser she mostly discusses an incident with Dre having a violent history and its relationship with the success of Straight Outta Compton and his $3 billion deal with Apple for Beats Electronics, despite his relationship with domestic violence in the past. Uh, But she also includes a list of men that she describes to be extensive, which she also calls out consumers to start asking, why is this occurring? Why is this list so long? And why do we give men the ability to just move past these acts of violence and still be successful with like a three billion dollar deal with apple she attributes this trend to celebrity culture catering to men and its objectification and sexualization of women making it easier to victim blame or making women indefensible so saying women are humiliated in celebrity culture and this makes them an easier target and say that they have no substantial evidence for what is occurring. So identity plays a major role in this way because the gender identification of the individual who is an abuser or a victim can change the interpretation that the consumers have. And because pop culture objectifies women and labels them as objects rather than beings, this makes men's behavior towards them more dismissible in the end. So while we're talking about how it's easy to dismiss this behavior because these victims are women, this brings up a good point about different voices. When the topic is being covered by news media, who is speaking out about what happened to them, so the victim or the abuser. And specifically with a focus on Chris Brown, he came out with his documentary called Welcome to My Life in 2017. And in the documentary, he talks a lot about the incident that happened. My trust totally was the loss with her. From there, it just went downhill. We would fight each other, she would hit me, I would hit her, um, and, but it never was okay. You know, she's fighting me and I'm like, look, I'm telling you the truth, I swear to God, you know, I'm telling you the truth. Stop it. So then she hits me a couple more times, and I and I just kind of just it doesn't go from translation to let's sit down. I'm telling you the truth. It goes to now I'm finna be be mean and be evil. Like, I remember she tried to kick me. It's like just her just being upset. But then I really hit her. Like I, I like I with the closed fist. Like I punched her. You know, and it, and it uh, busted her lip. And when I saw it, I was in shock. I was like, what the hell did I hit her like? So while his interview in his documentary recounts the incidents of that night he mostly addresses it from the point of view of Rihanna started it and it was a reaction of him that prompted him to abuse her whereas that kind of dismisses the blame that he would take in that situation so he wants the blame to also be placed on Rihanna and he does so through saying like she did this and she did this to like start it and then it leads into this conversation about, well, is he really at fault for it? Another point to get from that interview is he talks about the situation in a way that it wasn't him and he wasn't that person. He didn't know who that person was that was abusing her. I've never, ever had problems with anger, No, no domestic violence with any of my past girlfriends. I never was that kind of person. I look at it and it's, and it's really like, how could I be that person? So he's not at fault because he didn't know who that person was that was abusing Rihanna. It wasn't him. It was this being that took over his, his person and started doing that. But in reality, it was him. It was a behavior that was started by him and followed through by him. And in order to not accept full responsibility for it, he's trying to paint the picture that he has no idea who that person was, and that person wasn't him. In an NPR article that was surveying the young people who were outside of a Chris Brown concert, uh, they said close to 50% of the young people thought that Rihanna was actually responsible for the incident. These same opinions are still present years after the abuse as they continue the surveys and most of them recognize that Rihanna played a role in the incident but they don't know exactly how or what role she played and some of them just dismiss his behavior and say well yeah but i don't like him i like his music but then attending his concert if you just like his music would you attend a concert and then provide him with revenue or profits in that way and the answer needs to be no because when you look at it from rihanna's side the impacts of domestic violence go beyond something that money can fix The broken arm, the black eye, it's gonna heal. That's not the problem. It's the scar inside. If the victims feel that way, then it should be along the same lines for the abuser. Celebrities are considered idols to people who love their music or love their their art. So when they are abusing other people, this sends the message that this is okay because there are idols. Like you would not idolize someone that would do something that you wouldn't deem appropriate. So if you're watching or if kids are watching this and they see their idol engaging in abusive behavior. They then think it's okay, and that normalizes domestic violence. But if we are to continue to call out this va- behavior, then there needs to be consequences that recognize and show that this behavior is not okay. The individuals that engage in this behavior are held accountable to what the consequences would be. Okay, so here's the big call to action moment. And- bear with me because it won't require a lot from you, but definitely maybe some changes and preferences. As the host of this podcast, I'm saying you do have a responsibility to make change when it comes to celebrities and domestic violence. As a consumer, you need to be educated. Do your research, know whose art you're consuming because you are what makes them successful. Consumers have the power to change the message that is being sent. There are millions of artists in this world And that means that we shouldn't have celebrities who abuse and also have a net worth of over 60 million. It's also important to have these conversations with friends. Tell your friends what a shitty artist someone is because of their domestic abuse history and let them know that they should also make change. Success in the music industry and in other popular culture industries is driven by consumption. And when you stop consuming the art, And many others do as well it will show calling out this behavior does nothing unless consumers of popular culture actually make change in their consumption every year more than 10 million men and women in the u.s are subject to domestic violence more than one in three women or 35.6 percent and more than one in four men in the U.S. report having experienced rape, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate partner. Once again, my name is Kay, and this was my podcast on celebrities and domestic violence. Uh, If you're ever interested in learning more about it, you can research it. There's a lot of really cool articles that talk about the impacts that come out of it. And I hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you.